0: Hi and welcome to a special episode of SEPAD Pod. I'm Simon Mabin and today I'm joined by my colleague, friend, collaborator extraordinaire, Eddie Wosnidge. Eddie, thank you for joining us today.
1: Pleasure as always, Simon. Great
0: to be here. I thought what we would do on this episode is is have a little reflection on all the, the wonderful fun rich, challenging things that we've been doing over the past year or so. We normally like to try and do this at the end of the calendar year as we uh, as we look back and look forward at the same sort of time, but in light of myriad different types of personal, professional, political challenges, we're a little late, but we're here now and yeah. we're able to do it. So um, thank you for finding time, Eddie. Uh, I always enjoy these types of conversations. So yeah, it's, it's a good chance to, to look back on what we've been doing.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, sorry. I mean, I know people will have been waited with bated breath for this <laughs> yearly catch up as they always do. Uh, they have it regularly put in their calendars at the start yes. of every year. But alas, yes. multiple crises, as you alluded to, you know, uh, have made us a little late, but um, we hope to provide all of the rich, exciting content that our dear listeners want from us so <laughs> in the so next half we'll, hour or so we'll, so we'll, we'll do time. what we can
0: we'll do what we can <laughs> yeah right the, let's maybe start at the end shall we start the end with the yeah with the conference because that's where all the chaos happened right it, well exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we had our annual conference at um, sort of the the middle one of the middle weeks in december like we've been doing for the past few years and it's a It's a really good time for people, a really nice way of wrapping up the year, wrapping up the term, wrapping up all the stuff that we've been doing. But as we were welcoming people to Lancaster, the UK sort of started to implode a little bit. There were strikes, there were cancellations, there were um, outbreaks of all manner of of, of health issues and uh, yeah, people coming to Lancaster faced myriad different challenges Nevertheless, we had they did. A, a wonderful conference, I think. It was a really interesting set of, uh, set of discussions.
1: It was, it was brilliant. And, you know, uh, I mean, this is a, a repeated refrain, I think, when uh, people are returning to in-person things again after the, you know, uh, long pandemic period. But, uh, we'd, we'd had smaller workshops, which I'm sure we'll cover um, in a bit, but, you know, to have uh, a, a full, full conference again in person, albeit in, in hybrid form as well was, was fantastic. I mean, to get people in a room again, um, yeah, obviously to share illnesses again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was it was it was great, and you know, uh, huge thanks to everyone who actually struggled through. Yeah, the the broken transport system and and everything that was that was facing us at the time. Uh, and the patience of all the participants, um, especially those online who had to deal with us, you know, the usual uh, IT crises that us as uh, mere academics aren't capable of solving. Um, Though Everyone was hugely patient and, and kind yeah. with, with us as we tried to sort of meld the two different formats together. But it was, it was great. And we got such, you know, a, a wonderful widespread of, of people from, from different career stages, from different countries, from different subjects. Um, yeah, lo- lots of highlights for me. But you know, a big one was just seeing people again and meeting people for the first time. And all again, these these ridiculous post pandemic things of going, "Oh my word, I didn't realise you were so tall," or, <laughs> you know, or, like,
0: or actually, you know, I,
1: it just it was really nice. It was yeah, really it nice was.
0: to see see people in reflection meet old
1: and new friends. And it that,
0: was. Yeah, I think. I mean, there's great. so many highlights. I think you just you've touched on one of them about how how amazing people were how resilient mm. people were. I mean we had people flying mm. in from from across the world and yeah. um, and and landed in the UK with no rail infrastructure uh, amidst <laughs> all the strikes and baggage handler strikes and everything like that. And yet yeah. we managed to get everyone together and and people were able to come up to Lancaster and, and share in some fascinating discussions. I think one of the one of the big highlights for me was listening to, to Maya McDashie's keynote based on her amazing book, sectarianism and uh, yeah, just a really, really rich set of discussions and observations from Maya about, about Lebanon, but about sectarianism, about the state, about sovereignty. And it was really, really wonderful to, to listen to, to Maya reflect on the book, but then also as as so many people have said, it was great just to have her around and just, just talking and engaging with people at a conference which is going back to what you yeah. saying about the face to face joys. Of yeah, definitely. I mean,
1: you know, yeah, yeah, we we you know, we've actually benefited in many ways from 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 the, the the online space, but the vast majority of our well, maybe not the majority, but but you know, certainly up until um, the last year the majority of our stuff ended up being online because of, of of two years of Zoom stuff. And actually we still make use of that and it and it's and that's been, you know, very beneficial, but having having that that you know get, getting together like that was was, was really cool and um, yeah and that that keynote was was fantastic that very ably chaired by yourself so thank you for for doing that despite coming down with <laughs> one of many illnesses but it, it was great and, and you know lebanon always is uh, understandably a focus of a lot of the work we do and a lot of the work of our excellent fellows but um they, they are in really from that book you know really important lessons about um you know wider questions uh, yeah. that, that we deal with as well that can be applied to lots of different cases and i think that it was it was a great um end to a lovely conference but so many good panels i mean i sat i, I had to um inadvertently thought well i had to be the in the room chair for a for a, a literary literary panel mm-hmm. which was fantastic i mean i learned so much from that because it's not an area i'm familiar with at all but you know uh, looking at questions um related to different forms of um literature in, in, in the arab speaking world so that was really great um the, the, the breadth of of um you know intellectual um inquiry and and insight and expertise we had was was, was fantastic you know and we do cast on it quite wide i mean although you know we have our our acronym <laughs> you know we we, we have, our work is, is 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 broad i think and and you know takes all comers so we definitely have a, a, a kind of a big tent approach to to exploring these questions of, of identity or sex or, or, or whatever else you know we're interested in and i think that the conference did that really well you know
0: yeah for sure and i think that's that's where the really interesting stuff um happens so just just yeah, quickly, always. The, um just to highlight how amazing people were there were the strikes the train strikes mm-hmm. the baggage handler strikes there was an exploding laptop there was um, the strep A um, issues that meant I was, I was on various strong forms of antibiotics. There were um, logistical nightmares around hotels. There were um, issues around freezing rooms and catering challenges. And if it could have gone wrong, pretty much it, it went wrong. But despite yeah. that, we had this amazing, rich, collective community spirit that was amazing. We got to share the wonderful news of, of AK's, um, postdoc success, which was uh, exactly highlight.
1: It was great. I was there the minute she found that out and it was, that was a, that was a huge highlight for me. Yeah. Seeing someone, um, uh, discovering that their career for the next two years is, is, is secured is, is, is great, you know, uh, and, and a really prestigious postdoc that she's gained. Um, so yeah, with, with hugely, supportive of that and, and happy to see that happen because she's very deserving of that as well. Definitely. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I think I think that um, that move to in-person has allowed us to celebrate these types of things in different ways, but it's also yeah. been a, a feature of what we've been trying to do this year, of trying to find ways of bringing people back together and also maintaining that, that online sort of presence that allows us to stay connected with people across the world in yeah. different ways. Yes. Hybridity exactly. is the future somehow
1: i think so i think so as long as we can um ha- figure out the uh the, the technical side of things uh it's just when you combine the it two it, it's hard but uh you know if, everyone's uh, i'm sure who's listening will have had experience of this kind of thing you know where either as a participant or as an organizer or indeed both and and you know as long as people are patient which they always are because we have really good people luckily working with us then 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 it's okay you know yeah yeah exactly. there's no there's been there was no there was no uh um, deeper fits or anything like that
0: not that I was aware of anyway <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's great and I think over the past year we've managed to do some really cool in-person events um, over the summer we had uh, a series of, of three workshops organised by our yeah. fellows which were really, really fascinating really cool um, two of them have, have produced reports already and one is, is to come hopefully later this month Maybe, um, maybe we can touch on those, Eddie, just while we're talking about the inside of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, and just to, you know give give a bit of context. I mean, these, these were organised by um, a, through a, 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 new, a bit of a departure for us. We had these non-resident fellowship um, applications uh, sort of call open, and we got three brilliant, brilliant candidates through from that um, competitive process um, who brought their. Deep expertise: um, Hadil, Thomas, and Javier, um, all in, in in quite diverse areas, yeah. um, but with them brought, you know, their their own kind of networks or sub networks and, and colleagues to, to, to uh, put on these excellent excellent in person events. Um, I think you you were able to go to all of them. I was only able yeah, to yes, do one, sadly, yes. because of illness. But um, yeah, um, you know, huge, hugely uh, grateful for their input and their energy um, in, in sort diversifying our work even more you know so they they were fantastic yeah
0: yeah so we had this um this event with Javier though on the political economy of infrastructure which was really fascinating and his report has recently come out we did a podcast with him a couple of weeks ago talking about it and what i think was really interesting is is the way that he's using infrastructure as a, as a means through which we can look at many of the questions that we're already interested in is a way yeah. of sort of cracking open questions and problems from a different angle that allows us to, to explore them in, in new ways, which I think is a really interesting way of doing it.
1: It is. It is. And, it, and it's, you know, this is proper cutting edge stuff. I mean, obviously, people have studied different aspects of infrastructure and stuff um, um, for, for many years. And, you know, it touches on the questions of political economy, of international relations, of, of geography, of economics, all sorts. But, you know, where it's so interesting is where these kind of questions intersect with the, the work that we're doing on different forms of belonging or inclusion or exclusion or, you know, even fair indifference although, you know, we are still moving away from that latter one a little bit. But, you know, we, I, I think where it's it's always, uh, you know, there's a reason why intersectionality <laughs> is a buzzword in academia and not just from its original roots, you know. Um, it, it, it It is where the magic happens and, and where those interests intersect with our own is is where we've got some really you know, cutting edge insight, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, one of the others was, was Hadil's work on Tushreen and and gender and space in the uh, in the Iraq protests and it was great that we we're able to, to host uh, Hadil in Lancaster for a bit of time over the summer um, to, to help her explore these questions in more detail and what's really exciting is that in addition to the report we have some visualization stuff that will hopefully be going live in the in the coming weeks and we had a meeting about that last yes. week which is super exciting.
1: Very exciting. It was really good to see that taking shape. Um, and, and so, thank you to for, for our brilliant colleagues at Hotfoot for putting that all together and to Hadil for all of our hard work in, in getting that together. But yeah, we will be able to have some really good visual material coming out via the website um, that people will be able to engage with um, different forms of art from uh, related to Tishreen from different locations in Iraq, um, which are essentially sort of geotagged um yeah, exactly uh, it's just it's a work in progress we we you know but we we're, we're hopeful that we might be able to expand that in other areas as well through other cases other countries as well so we're going to see how this one works um but yeah it's really exciting development it's a different way of presenting our research and ideas because we've always had right from the outset you know a kind of spatial element um to to what we're doing um I think that's and, on you. Um, when I mean, is a geographer. This yeah, is on you, clearly. it's very easy to pin that on me as a geographer, isn't it? <laughs> by training, uh, I mean I'm not a geographer anymore, but it's always been a bit of a yeah a, a thing of mine. I mean, you could argue we could change the essence and out to space, couldn't we? <laughs> <Very> easy, <laughs> Thinking <yeah>. about it, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it just just to have that that way of presenting stuff in in, in, a, in a different way and in a more accessible way as well. Um, you know, as academics, we tend to stick to our usual forms of publication and, and outputs because obviously that's what gets, you know, gets people jobs and promotions and all the important things. But, um, you know, having uh, stuff presented
0: in more accessible formats um, and in different ways is, I think, really important as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's it's really a, yeah. a great way of celebrating some of the work that, that Iraqi artists have been doing around the Precisely. Uh, protest movements. So, yeah. Keep yeah. an eye out for that. Very exciting. And yeah. keep an eye out for yeah. Thomas's report as well, because that is so important around uh, issues of statelessness and, and belonging. And that was a really fascinating, if devastating, set of uh, reflections during that workshop.
1: Yeah, a um, huge, hugely important work as well. And again, you know, that. Perhaps questions that have not really been explored sufficient in sufficient depth. I would say in, in a lot of the work that we've you know engaged with. You know, and I know uh, you know our, our dear friend and, and colleague and fellow uh, Mustafa has, has looked at elements of this as well. But um, I think that that's a, a real growth area and an interesting area and 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 a vitally important one. And and what Tom did was so great. You know, he he was dealing with real questions of um. Statelessness by and utilising academics, you know, who, who've experienced this themselves and, and from the region, um, which I think was really important too.
0: Yeah, and, and bringing in um, folks from from civil society organisations like our friends, yeah, Salam for Democracy and Human Rights, which was yeah. wonderful to uh, to collaborate. with yeah. as as always, you just mentioned yeah, Mustafa, and sadly Mustafa is no longer with us. Oh. which is i guess um not quite as 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 sinister as uh as it may have first sounded he is now a a colleague of mine (laughs) at lancaster Um, (laughs) uh i was thinking you have you what uh, (laughs) what have i not (laughs) his postdoc is over yes yeah his postdoc is done so um very sad about that of course but uh pleased that he's able to continue in a, in a different way but he was um, he was responsible for doing some really wonderful work with us over over the duration of his post and yes. that all culminated in this wonderful report on sectarianism and desectarianization in Syria and Kuwait so he called it um, sectarianism in disguise which I thought was mm-hmm. a really nice way of putting it
1: yeah. Uh, and he, he's, t- again, taking, taking the notion of sectarianism or, or even, you know, sectarianization and, and problematizing it even further and, and exactly looking at how, you know, these state-led initiatives, because very, you know, rightfully, there, there's been a lot of, especially when you're looking at the kind of desectarianization stuff that we've been engaging with, and, and I don't know, I suppose, if I can be so bold, you know, creating <laughs> ourselves, um, especially you, um, there is... Um, an understandable focus on more grassroots bottom-up initiatives you know um but for me it's always interesting to see how states might utilize similar ideas um as a means of of promoting unity or promoting what they might see as stability or, or whatever at home um you know, I've touched on them briefly in, in, in the Iran case in terms of trying to promote Islamic unity, but what Mustafa did with, with, with the Syria and, and Kuwaiti examples was was really interesting, looking at how the sort of elites um, in, in both of those examples, you know, talk as if sectarianism is not an issue there. And it's in a sense, he's arguing it's a, a kind of a desectarianizing discourse in and of itself through, you know, denying it. And then you're bringing the sectarianism through the back door you know yeah, it's exactly. quite complicated to trying to explain it but it's it, 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 it's it's really it, it's quite sophisticated and um you know a lot of credits due to him for, for putting that together because i think it's a great great report
0: yeah i i agree and i think what he's done with that is is offer this really interesting way of looking at sectarianism and conversely desectarianization as a way of yeah creating lines of inclusion and exclusion precisely that yeah which is super interesting so definitely one of the other things that we've not really advertised as yet, but again speaks to that in-person um, activity, is an event that we did with Mark Lynch and Pomeps, and it's this is some work we've been doing for a while now, around questions of order, uh, regional order. Mm. And this is ongoing, and sadly you weren't able to join us for this because you came down with the dreaded, um, the dreaded lurgy again.
1: I had, uh, had I had labyrinthitis yes yeah. <laughs> yeah which no one ever wants man I was dizzy for about a month basically That's so yeah horrendous. yeah I, I came the original workshop I uh, was very fortunate to attend um, which we had online but yeah sadly I wasn't able to come to the lovely gathering in London so um that was sad but uh, yes well, you great obviously great news missed, coming from that
0: but a really really <laughs> interesting set of discussions around questions of order and again yeah um, the the multifaceted nature of order that goes far beyond the traditional sort of IR approaches that many might associate with with well, conventional Middle East studies or conventional um, IR of the Middle East to point to yeah um, political social theory, environmentalism, people. And one of the really interesting things that came out of it, just as a little anecdote was this, Sort of continental divide in terms of how these questions were even approached, from the sort of the North American stance, which was perhaps a little bit more positivist and a little bit more traditional, and then the European stance, which was far more creative and mm. atypical, perhaps.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, both yeah, 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 I, can, I, can, I wonder what side you were on, there, Simon, <laughs> on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder we <laughs> I mean, both have our approaches and i think bringing them together into dialogue makes for some really interesting discussions it does. and hopefully that will lead to a an interesting publication in the in the not too distant future so moving Looking away that. from yeah. that and um, going back online we've been lucky to to engage with with people in lots of different ways but maybe the thing that i'm dare i say most proud of over the past year also, is the social theory report? Me too, definitely. <laughs> and I think this is really interesting and I learned so much through um, through bringing this together and that's maybe why I, I keep banging on about it. so apologies. but I think it's really interesting and it, it asks really important questions and it was really great to get get so many different people together looking at thinkers from from around the world.
1: It it was brilliant, yeah. And like like you, I, I learned a huge amount just um, through reading the submissions. You know, through editing it, putting it together with you. I mean, it's over sixty thousand words in yeah. <laughs> length. You know, th- these are small pieces. For those who haven't read it, they they are between what fifteen hundred and three thousand words yeah. each. Probably the you know, average average piece is probably two two thousand words. Uh, so they're short, digestible, um, uh, little articles um, which. Take a social theorist and look at them in terms of um, the questions that we're interested in 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 SEPAD and, and you know look at the Middle Eastern politics and the international relations more broadly, um, and some of the limitations of them as well. Obviously, there there are, there are some theorists you know who you'd expect to see in there. There's a lot of the the, the you know commonly uh, referred to you know Western political theorists, understandably, given their you know role in in producing a lot of knowledge. and and a lot of subsequent work but what we really wanted to do with it and and i was glad with how it turned out was that we wanted to get you know a lot uh, a plurality of voices ones that would you know speak to more post-colonial approaches um but people also that are wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily think of in terms of the questions we're trying trying to ask you know people whose who's, whose work is often seen through the prism of just one country or one case or what have you and, and trying to broaden that out and that's why i had a lot of fun you know i, I did a little piece on ali Shariati, the Iranian um thinker um but you know then trying to get those ideas and broaden them out was 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 an interesting academic exercise you know and and i think um you know, people benefited from from trying to play with those questions a little bit and, and get out of their comfort zone as well. It certainly was out of my my own comfort zone. You know, I'm not someone who necessarily writes much on on those kind of um, issues. So uh, to to do that with with someone whose work I'm really interested in and have read, but only in the Iranian case was was great. And uh, you had your your favorite Agamben, of course, in there, and, and just so so many so many great great theorists. I mean, uh, yeah, the list is endless. How how many were there in the end?
0: goodness you're Remember? making me count now for sorry seven, <laughs> i mean that's 30 oh, 60 20 22 24 26 27 yeah. theorists cool well, there you go which is amazing <laughs> and yeah brings together people from across the world um, both theorists and people writing on them so it was it was great and yeah. it's it's well worth people's time to 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 have a look it's everyone from Agamben Sarah Ahmed Bell Hooks Wael Halak Ali Alwardi um, Kimberly Crenshaw um, Mari Matsuda yeah I mean it's Ibn Khaldun Akile Mbembe yeah I mean it's it's everyone it's great it's so who's really who really wonderful. yeah yeah and uh, again yeah. and like also narr- sorry so- Eddie, go on.
1: Sorry, pal. Apologies. No, I was just going to say, I was going to say, well, uh, because of that spread, I think actually, you know, for those who are, you know, teaching uh, these areas, um, not just in relation to the Middle East, but, you know, if you're teaching kind of social political theory or political thought or the history of political thought or political ideas, all of those kind of areas, it's it's a useful little teaching resource, to be honest, and and a a, a spot to to sort of a launching point for, for delving into these ideas a bit further.
0: And those interested in questions of belonging and and the nature of the political and political activity, and it, it's all uh, yeah. a, a different way into asking the types of questions that we're interested in, which is I think one Definitely. of the really cool things that we've been trying to do, or at least I've been trying to do, which is reflect on on different ways of asking the questions that we're interested in to see what new insights can be uh, can be gleaned from that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean that that you know that goes back to the point you're making about you know this work on order that you're you know doing with Mark and and I think everything we do yeah is 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 trying to sort of broaden out and pluralise um, if we can be so bold yeah
0: definitely yeah <laughs> pluralise be as inclusive as possible try and hmm. break down as many barriers as possible um, and then on a the sort of pastoral side offer as much support as we can to to people we're very very lucky yep. to be in this position and to continue to receive amazing support from from the good folks at carnegie so a big thank you to hillary and the for all of their work and their support definitely but it's great to be able to to help people on the way as well where we can so um, that's been another another real a real plus for me i think
1: yeah, yeah, and, and and thank you to all those people who, who engage, you know, who choose to who approach us and come to us with ideas. You know, we we get approaches from people from all all kind of areas, and and we're always happy to hear um, hear what people uh, have got to offer in terms of if they want to submit a piece or whatever they've got an idea for a workshop. You know, those kind of things, we're we're always open to that and, and happy to provide a platform. Definitely.
0: exactly yeah, we're an inclusive collective. So with that in mind, if yeah. you do have ideas, get in touch, please. Yes. So, Eddie, we've been talking for a while. I'm going to ask one final question of you, if I may, and that's Mm. what is it that you're looking forward to most about the coming year? We're well into it by now, but still. We are. um, What are you looking forward to?
1: uh well um I mean one thing we haven't touched on but uh it will be obvious to anyone who who sort of knows us and engages with us is that we've got a, another three years we well we received another three years of funding from our good friends at Carnegie oh, corporation yeah, um, yes uh, back in <laughs> back in july uh twenty twenty one so we we have a well now a two and a half years um so it must get cracking, but we have a whole third phase of sepad to get our teeth stuck into so i mean this this first term of of 2022, 2023, we've been wrapping up some bits and pieces and, and setting the groundwork for, for this next phase. And this next phase, I think, is, is really exciting because we've spent a lot of the last, wow, four years, just over four years, which oh, is, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah there you go. Um, uh, maybe more even, hang on. Yeah, four years. Anyway, yes, four years. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, four years and, uh, you know, looking at topics that people recognize from our, from our outputs, you know, starting with things along the Saudi-Iran rivalry, um, uh, which I edited volume from that initial work came out just at the end of last year. Quick oh, plug. Yeah. Um, yep. I did. But, um yeah, written by, uh, ed- sorry, co-edited by two um, two great guys <laughs> from what I hear. Um, but um, yeah, so it ranges from that work through to the work on desectarianization was done through various myriad different cases in the Middle East and beyond. And then what we're doing now with this third phase of uh, which we're really grateful for is is actually turning the lens inwards in some cases so you know while we've looked at saudi and iran influence um in the region outwardly uh we're now looking at some of these questions um in the cases of iran and saudi arabia and also bringing in a third case bringing in oman as well of course as well as a, as a case that we've not yeah. really um given any attention to but we're, we're really looking to explore further
0: yeah that's really exciting i think and and seeing how those cases can help us shed light on on other conceptual theoretical approaches and, and what those other case studies and the the lessons that we've taken out of them can can help us mm. think about and say about about these new cases. So yeah, it's it's an yeah, exciting time. Yeah.
1: It it really is. It really is and we're we're getting, you know, starting to make make plans for these, this next phase which is which is really exciting and you know, we've got Brilliant people involved as always, but um, we're always, you know, happy to hear ideas um, about where we might take this research as so well. Obviously, we've got our, our, our plans, but we've got—we're um, always flexible and open to, to hearing what people think um, yeah, on these, sure. these cases too. So, yeah, I think it's, it's really exciting.
0: That's one of the things I'm most looking forward to as well. is seeing seeing what we are doing with with the the wonderful people that we're collaborating with. That we've got our yeah. ideas. Things change and we, we don't entirely know what additional things we'll end up doing as a consequence of no. a conversation <laughs> that, that we'll have over coffee or or someone will fire us an email and say, I've had this this interesting little thought for X.
1: Well, precisely. I mean, you yeah, know, that, that the case in point being the um, e- external powers workshop we did just just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, you yeah, know, that was, was uh, what, a lot of conversation yeah. between you and Francesco yeah. Belcastro. Uh, and you, you know, had a chat at a conference about doing something about, uh, you know, rethinking this, uh, you know, how external powers engage with the region. And, you know, before you knew it, we had a workshop organized and hopefully a report coming out on that in, um, in the next few months. So, exactly. you know, yeah. Uh, there's similar, always additional the, um, streams that we're doing. <laughs> the videos
0: as well, which we've not touched on. Those amazing videos oh, that word, Luke yes. Holland from Insurgent Vision did for us, which help us to sort of crack open some of the research we've done on Saudi and Iran and the rivalry, and also understanding sectarianism. So some very um, very wonderfully clear, concise, and very stylish videos that... Um, are available on our youtube channel for people to use in whatever format they would would like and luke's done an amazing job and that just came out of a little conversation so i think that's kind of what i'm i'm really looking forward to over the next year just seeing what creative ideas people have in addition to the more structured stuff that that we're going to be doing anyway
1: yeah definitely and this yeah I, i I mean, this is going to be the first and the last time I ever quote Donald Rumsfeld. But you know, these are known unknowns because <laughs> we know that they are going to be there's cracking ideas out there, um, and we, we are just waiting for them. Well, you've changed, you changed. Give a platform to them. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a raging neocon. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that confession, this is a new direction. <laughs>
0: On oh, no that confession, I think we uh, we should leave it there for today. But um, yes, thank I think you, so. Eddie, for all of your uh, your your time, energy, effort, support, creativity, uh, enthusiasm, and uh, yeah, looking forward to, to seeing where the next year or two or two and a half go.
1: Yeah, really looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Good to chat to you as always, and and thank Pleasure. you for sharing this platform with us and, and, and with all of the scholars because, yeah, we're doing, doing some really exciting work. So that's
0: thanks to you as well. Well, thanks, Eddie. And as always, a huge thank you to you for listening. Until next time.